0: Greenhouses, livestock, all shared. Collective ownership. So, uh, communism. Nah, nah, I didn't like that.
1: It is that, literally. This is the commune. We're communists. <laughs> Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? So we were just talking off air about how uh,
0: you know we're going to blame our uh, eventual um, uh, diminished lung capacity and diminishing mental faculties on uh, getting a very low-level... Rona, coronavirus, COVID, um, COVID, and and not really having known it because we did get vaccinated, but we still like got it from somewhere. We just, you know, so I'm going to blame it all on that. But I I I read something today that just made me lose, like, just lose my fucking mind and just trying to process like what the fuck these people were talking about. I thought it was parody at first. This woman tweeted out somebody's TikTok of him filming this like 40 foot tall sculpture in Detroit and it's just a circle. Right. But it looks like the fucking Stargate from the Stargate movies. Right. Right. And you can walk under it. You can, you know, take your picture next to it. It's, it's just a big circle. And <laughs> this woman tweets out the video and says, my home state of Michigan has this in Detroit, along near the Scientology building and Satanic temple. Dark occultic portals and Stonehenge-like structures put on the full armor of God for we battle powers and principalities. Does anyone else see this in their area? And I'm like, this fucking lunatic. And the person who replied to her, I, th- I thought was for sure was fucking trolling her at first based on her reply uh-huh. she said because detroit sits on the most powerful portal in the usa along <laughs> ll12/al2 oh ley lines
1: oh yeah now this is a intercepted
0: intercepted by iv4 inner earth vertical axis c line this configuration runs along stargate 2 and stargate 12 the ancients knew <laughs> this and so did the secret societies <laughs> I'm like, she's just oh. fucking making up shit and just to troll this woman,
1: right? Right? No, I don't.
0: Th- well, I mean, yes, but no. No,
1: she, no, but no, she believes these things. I'm. Th- I out. have
0: no idea what the fuck she's talking about. And the woman replies to her, says, "Are there any references to these lines, stargates, et cetera? Thanks." And she replies, "They can only be traversed by those that have the DNA uh, silicate key light codes for interface." Oh, sweet. Our controllers mark their locations symbolically and know which race lines hold the oh, genetic packages to really? open them.
1: I, I, <laughs> I oh, but I, this is a real like that. That LL is like the, that's a really big, weird fucking conspiracy theory. People think that, like the earth is traversed by these like ley lines they call it i don't really know the full extent of it you can google it but what, like, it,
0: what is being traversed though what is Did you think there's like underground tubes don't ask
1: me to explain these people's mental illness i don't this fucking is fucking know. crazy i don't fucking know but it's something but, about like all significant like like the pyramids are on like a very significant ley. that's some poor shit about the way that things align around the world when it's i'm sure it's just a, ma- a matter of like they happen to fall in the same line of latitude or longitude or whatever. I mean, but, like, they they just watch too many movies with a yeah. fucking skybeam, right?
0: right. <laughs> or something. Um but no, I, I looked at her page and it's like all a bunch of anti vaxxer shit. I'm oh, like yeah, no, oh no, she's, she's, she's fucking mind. she's crazy, yes. Yeah, the person has not a serious thinker <laughs> and um probably deeply religious and just latches on to any fucking crazy-ass shit she fucking hears <laughs>
1: which like you know as much low-level mental illness <laughs> as i think we all exhibit on fucking twitter at times like there's nothing that's gonna be as crazy as like an old-school fucking evangelical or an old-school religious person like that's what what just... genetic packages what, oh what, yeah what the yeah. fuck
0: is, what does that even mean like it, just it's. The, I don't know. Is that like coded white supremacist? Yeah, language? it's it's
1: some it's some. I'm sure it's some like like galactic Nazi shit. Some sci fi nazism. <laughs> I mean, if
0: anything, you'd think they'd be down with the Scientology, not afraid of it. <laughs> right, right, because it,
1: it plays in all their weird fucking, you know. But seriously, it's, fucking, it's not their brand. It's you know, it's the fucking. When you die, brand.
0: you get to be king of a planet. That's the hot how yeah, it rules. works. You're yeah. Pretty fucking lonely though. Like, hey, I'm the king of the planet, but like I'm the only one here.
1: It's just there's... just a fucking universe full of Dr. Manhattans. Like they're only like just sitting on a fucking planet by themselves. I mean, like, what am I gonna do?
0: I am Legend two. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh it's coming oh, back. I'm coming back to yeah. life.
1: Well, uh well, <laughs> you heard me Um uh,
0: The Mandalorian show with the zombies.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, the uh that, that this show is fucked. so yeah, obviously anyone listening heard the clip at the beginning which was actually a clip from this week's episode of the last of us uh talking about communism um which you know again this show continues to just be the best show on television um again this episode i don't think had a single zombie or infected person in it like as far as i remember and it was fucking excellent it just you know it has all the you know the the emotional weight uh, of of a great drama that just happens to be set in this sort of fantastical uh, reality, but you know, the, the, uh, the great thing about this episode is it's probably the most positive, um, an illustrative uh, demonstration of actual in practice communism, I think that I've ever seen on a <laughs> American television show, um, and-, well, and, and I was worried too because they the showrunners were
0: talking about you know the, the prior episodes and how you know a violent revolution can give way to you know just a, a, a you know the same brutal regime that was there before, and I'm like oh, they're taking a dig at, at the Soviet Union, uh, and then this was just like you know they 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 accurately perfectly. Describe what communism is in two sentences, you know, in a way that right. I'm sure a lot of people have never thought about because they don't, you know, they've never, never been to a commune. They've, they have no idea what the Paris commune was or the events that led up to that or, you know, what the what the commune actually did as far as changing laws, uh, many of which had already been enacted in America. And, and we take for granted things like separation of church and state that didn't exist there at the time. Hmm. Uh- so, yeah, it, it was it was great to see that and, and then to see their reactions, because, I'm you know, uh, I'm sure that, you know, Joel and his and his brother are the kind of guys who have never they can't
1: get the Texas off of their fucking they can't get the Texas out of their person. It's like the whole fucking right. world ended, bro. Like, really, you'd be like, oh, so communism, like, <laughs> there's I mean, I no feel money like, anymore. I, I feel
0: like he was sort of, you know, like no, bemused by it, it, but just just sort of like, hey, this this kind of you know, you say collective ownership, and this is the first thing that comes to mind because it's drilled into our head that right that it's sharing true. is somehow anti-American. You also yeah, notice I, that you know, how, like what what a thriving little town you have when you don't have fucking cars everywhere like everyone can just walk around and be you know safe and happy and no, joyful it was, ama- it,
1: it was honestly and i sent you up there i was like this is like fuck a fucking you know apocalypse like this is a much more prefer this is a, a preferable lifestyle to anything that we're currently you know experiencing because it's just this great little fucking town where everyone could walk around and everyone no knows fucking- each other
0: right because right, you, have, a- you know this the street was the gathering space for cities for ten thousand years of human civilization uh, and then we just, you know, in the last 130, threw all that away, right? right. So it, it's, I, I know the show's not trying to, you know, portray that exactly, <laughs> but you know, you look at the the Kansas City, where everyone's driving around in fucking monster trucks, and not such a friendly
1: place. <laughs> yeah, no, right? And, and there's, you know, there's, there's fucking no money, there's no currency, there's just like, you know, everyone kind of helps out, and there's like barter system, but there's still fucking like movies and entertainment and communal gathering. Like it's just like this mm-hmm. is you know, a completely idyllic society. And yeah, no, I thought it was really That's, cool that they portrayed something like that on, on television. Yeah.
0: Well, and I'm also glad they didn't just like have it be overrun by a horde at the end right. of the episode. Same, Me too. i show, was very
1: worried about that. The,
0: the show is doing this thing where it introduces a new, you know, person or set piece and then obliterates it, you know, right. within 45 minutes. And I'm just like, you know, I mean, they're not, it's, it's too cold for fucking fungus anyway, you know, like
1: I, I'm, they, I'm Very worried because I, it it very much was like left open ended. Like, this is, this is kind of the hope at the end of the tunnel. If Joel and Ellie can make it to where they need to. And, you know, like, you know, use her blood to make a cure or whatever. This is like, they were just like, oh, there's always a place for you here. And Joel says to him, you know, I'm counting on it. And I'm like, they're never gonna fucking make it back here. Like, they may make it back here, but they're not gonna fucking just live pe- like that. This is that's not the card or school. or
0: they do make it back and it's like been wiped out, but we don't. Yeah, you only see the aftermath or something so like that, which, which know, we, sucks. You know, like people listening to this may you know they may know exactly what happens to the in the game, but I don't know. I don't know if that the. the the town setting was exactly the same in the
1: game. I, I, apparently, this was like part, I think, unless I misread like some articles that were being vague about it. I think this is like a DLC. So it's yeah. possible like you played years ago through the first game that you never even got to this section because it was like a, a like a add on DLC. Yeah, so I, you know that's I I wouldn't even you know so maybe a lot of people haven't even played. No, I think part, I
0: remember but, seeing something about how like they go past the town and you can kind of see it, but they're they're like looking down right, into. So maybe it. that's
1: the expansion of like you know yeah whatever. Yeah. But, but I
0: mean they've changed so many things already that like you know it, they could do anything with it really.
1: Well, which um, is why, and again, I don't know. I, I have a bad feeling about you know at least one of the characters in particular the the fate that they might meet, but the showrunner is very adamant about saying that this is a parallel universe version of this story and that it's not going to be exactly the same and that he, and already things have been changed. Like the whole Bill and Frank story so, was significantly so changed.
0: What What you're telling me is that the last of us has a multiverse. <laughs> yes. It's the, yeah, it's
1: the fucking last of us multiverse. Oh um, my God. Stop. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, that's good. You know, that's good news. Cause like that's, you know, it, it leaves a little bit of, mystery and intrigue i don't think and i could be wrong but i don't think that this this, the way that this episode ends and you know spoilers skip ahead two minutes if you haven't seen it yet but where joel gets stabbed and he fucking seems like he's about to die uh i don't think that that happens in the game according to some article i read i mean maybe it does to some extent i I
0: think he gets stabbed and shot a few times but sure but like but
1: like to this degree of like how the fuck are they gonna get out of this? You know. Well, this is how, much more how are the cows of Cape Crusader reality. gonna escape this one? You know. Yeah, I mean,
0: if you like in the game, like literally, you're shooting, you know, dozens and dozens right. and dozens of people, absurd like, amounts
1: of ammo. And which, here
0: it's like, okay, how many how many guys could he realistically fight at the same time? Like, not even one very well.
1: <laughs> I, and again, I, maybe and maybe some like gun experts who listen to the show. Uh, if you listen to the show, or how many gun experts do? But like even that scene. uh, was it last episode, the episode before where they, where he's, uh, picking off like all the, all the, the fucking infected as like, uh, after they break through the ground, he, he has this like bolt action gun. this like fucking Lee Harvey Oswald, like rifle scope rifle. And, And he seemingly just has endless fucking shots. Is that not a gun that you need to reload every single time? Like, I, I thought that that was a gun you just fucking have to reload every time. Maybe no, I'm wrong.
0: they have. I mean, the old rifles, like military rifles like that have clips, not magazines. Right. And it's just it's like, you know, anywhere from, you know, something like eight to ten rounds and you it like loads vertically into the gun, um, at least from what I could see of it. But I don't.
1: It, I mean, it I could is, be wrong. It just looked like it had a barrel. I didn't see a clip hanging out the bottom, but maybe... It I doesn't hang out at it. the bottom.
0: It, it It's completely within the, oh, you know, okay. the, the that part of the gun. If that's the kind of gun it was, I couldn't... I mean, it, it was dark, so I couldn't tell exactly.
1: I'm sure someone will comment on the SoundCloud, you know, to... To explain it but yeah that's <laughs> yeah but but i just thought that was fun. that that was the only real video gamey like oh this is a little ridiculous how many shots he's getting off kind of moment but... well
0: especially how fast those things were fucking running around in every right direction like and he's hitting every single one
1: almost and, and, but...
0: and he's he's like looking to where she's going and like clearing a path for her that was the little I mean and the blocking of that entire scene was kind of ridiculous too like really like you would you would run in a straight line out of there as fast as you could you wouldn't be like <laughs> running and then you're running a different direction and then running a different direction but it was and...
1: like, it was it was it was I'll excuse it because it was fun. It was very like it it was very exhilarating the way they shot it, even though it didn't make a ton of sense if you thought about it. No,
0: no, you would turn and run in one direction. you would never stop running. It would you would not be in the midst of that crowd, <laughs> like you know, struggling, and you know it's it's is a little silly. but they, uh, they
1: have so few of those moments so that I'll you know I, I can kind of let that one slide because it's it's very much a show that's about the human emotions and drama and you know the incredible fucking scenes it's also really
0: hard to do blocking of you know that many background extras and you gotta have plan for having cgi over all of it too it's all being enhanced you know yeah the
1: fire especially i'm sure
0: so they have to you know they have to shoot all this stuff in very short takes and then throw it all together and continuity wise it was kind of a mess but um you're right I, i i i'm not hung up on it or anything but uh
1: but I mean, and just yeah. incredible acting this week from, from Pedro and from Bella Thorne that, you know, the extra plays Ellie, like just really great stuff between the two of them and the scene with Joel and his brother, where he finally sort of kind of lets his guard down around <sighs> someone he trusts for the first time. And
0: yeah, it's, it's like men will cross half the continent rather than go to therapy. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> well, that's, Christ. That's,
1: right. Exactly. I mean, you know, therapists are in shorts, but there's no better help in the, in this fucking post-apocalyptic, you know? world that they live in um but no i, I that was that was incredible well, I, mean, I thought
0: P- peter has always really been good at you know uh showing weakness as an actor in ways that breaks your fucking heart
1: yeah <laughs> um and you know extremely relatable he's a very emotive um, face like he's very good at emoting with his face good.
0: but it's also because of the character is so you know pent up and closed off that like when you see him finally be around somebody he trusts enough that he can open up like that you're just like oh my god like that's <laughs> yeah I, w- I wasn't ready for that level of 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 joel tears
1: no and if it's yeah, funny little thing i noticed and i'm sure it was a, a deliberate choice by him but his texas accent when he's talking to his brother in the bar is a lot more distinctive than it is in, like, most of the show, he kind of, like, code switches with, as he's talking back with his... Oh, yeah, you got a fucking
0: his little brother. He's got to act but, tough but that him.
1: I just thought that was a great touch because he doesn't really have a Texas accent to have the wherewithal to kind of, you know, think of that little subtle, like, you know, great stuff. The guy's, the guy's going to fucking, you know, probably get nominated for an Emmy for this show, and he deserves it.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. The, the, the aging up they do on him is really good, too. I keep, like... Yeah, I keep forgetting he's
1: not as old as he looks on the show. like, Yeah,
0: to, yeah. It's I'm just like, great. I'm like, damn, is he going to make it? Like, he, he keeps having these fucking chest pains, and, like, what's the... <laughs> uh... <laughs> I mean, it doesn't,
1: yeah. I, 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 everything's I, expired at this point, unfortunately, yeah. I think, you know, there's no heart meds, there's no fucking,
0: I love it. He gives the 14 year old girl, uh, alcohol too. He's just like, what's it's the matter?
1: Would arrest me? Like, who's the fuck? Um, yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Um, well, you know, we should, we should probably get into the news of the week. Uh, not a ton to go over. I mean, obviously some sort of, uh, interesting kind of tidbits, uh, that we should touch on, but. Uh, Jimmy Carter obviously was in the news this week uh, because they, uh, his family announced that he was being placed in hospice care, which you know most as most people know is is basically just you know making you comfortable at the end of your life because you're you're at a point where you're n- nothing's no treatments necessarily going to do anything to to you know right. improve your condition. They just want to make you comfortable for your last days, basically. Well, he
0: he beat brain cancer when he was ninety four.
1: Right, right.
0: Right. So, more than likely, that has come back, and they're just deciding that you know we're <laughs> not, not gonna
1: right, I'm not gonna force him to have chemo again. Not force him, but you know we're not gonna we're not gonna put him through chemo again. And right,
0: and at a certain point, you're like, okay, if it's if it's come back, there's you know it's just, it's just gonna keep coming back, right? And right. he's 98 now, and probably is just like, yep, I've done it all, uh, and they made a decision and you know, but it's, you know, it could be, it could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months, but it's not going to be years. Right. (laughs) Once you're in hospice care, it's, you know, you've, you've,
1: they Turns say six your months fate. or less is 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 pretty much a, almost a guarantee. At that point, you know, like that's that's more or less, you know, your yeah your timetable. Um, but
0: I've been on Eulogy Watch because I've long suspected that you know the the knives will come out for like the kindest president we ever had, um, especially just you know, I mean, the the Reaganization of this country in response to his presidency and creating this myth that oh yeah, he was a great guy but a terrible president right like by by what definition do you consider uh peacefully negotiating the release of 70 hostages uh and you know asking people to consume less you know for the sake of the planet what what like think about what kind of country thinks those are bad things
1: I mean, you know, know, and from a from a from a leftist point, you know, point of critique, I've seen some stuff, you know, about some of his foreign policy decisions. And yeah, no, those weren't good. And look, honestly, that's one of the reasons why it's kind of a blessing in disguise that Bernie never won, because then Bernie would be a fucking war criminal, too. Like we'd have to talk about.
0: Seeing that, you know, us selling weapons to the Saudis under a Bernie Sanders administration. Right. It would still happen. Right. Um, I mean, the big one, the big one for Carter was selling these weapons to Indonesia that went directly to, you know, massacring civilians who were trying to just uh, basically protest. But there was I mean, we were still the CIA was still trying to kill Castro back then. You know, I don't think they ever stopped, but like no, that, And there was not
1: that, a ton of, you know, oversight to what they do in any given administration. Like no. they just kind of do what they're going to do, you know.
0: But yeah, I mean, even still, even though he was the the, the nicest president we probably ever had, um, he was still like pretty tough. And he had a lot of people that were pushing him to do awful shit That that, you know, most presidents will listen to their advisors and eventually, you know, do what they want to do. Um, but I, you know, as I, I've been on eulogy watch basically to kind of like get, get the tone of like what people are saying. I've been surprised that almost everything I've read has been positive, even from like very fucking centrist pill sources like the New York times. Um, and just to kind of address like the, the myth that he, you know, wasn't a good president or at least, you know, by the standards that people You know, think presidents are good, like, say, someone like Barack Obama, who we know is atrocious, uh, was to the right of Reagan and, you know, would regularly remind people of that. Um, There's a little, just a couple paragraphs here. Uh, Jimmy Carter's presidency was not what you think. New York Times by K. Bird. Um, So this kind of jumps around a little bit. So some of the the wording won't flow that the best. But uh, it says here, uh, his presidency is remembered simplistically as a failure yet it was more consequential than most recall he delivered the camp david peace accords between egypt and israel the salt II arms control agreement i'm guessing that was over nuclear proliferation Mm. uh, normalization of diplomatic and trade relations with china and immigration reform he made the principle of human rights a cornerstone of u.s foreign policy that's debatable planting the seeds uh for uh, the unraveling of the cold war in eastern europe and russia he worked to require seatbelts and airbags, which were, um, on, sorry, which would go on to save 9,000 American lives per year. He inaugurated the, the nation's investment in research on solar energy and was one of the first presidents to warn uh, about the dangers of climate change. He rammed through the Alaska land act. I love that. The the phrasing there tripling the size of the nation's protected wilderness areas, uh, his deregulation of the home brewing industry opened the door to America's thriving boutique beer industry. So right there if alone, he's the best president we've ever had just for legalizing home brewing. <laughs> um, but some of his controversial decisions at home and abroad were just as consequential. He took Egypt, Egypt off the battlefield for Israel. Um, also debatable, Uh, but he always insisted that Israel was also obliged to suspend building new settlements in the West Bank and allow Palestinians a measure of self-rule. Over the decades, he would argue that the settlements had become a roadblock to a two-state solution and a peaceful resolution of, of the conflict. He was not afraid to warn everyone that Israel was taking a wrong turn on the road to apartheid. But I don't know if the New York Times has ever referred to israel as apartheid this is the first time i've ever seen that i'm sure maybe other places but still you know like this this you gotta say it (laughs) probably only
1: ever done it if like oh well this person says that israel is carrying on an apartheid you know like in the fucking passive voice right
0: claims that this you know sadly some critics uh uh in judicious i can't say that word judiciously judiciously? (laughs) concluded that he was being anti-israel or worse yeah, and that's that's what they always say. You say anything bad about Israel, you're anti-Semitic. In the aftermath of the Iranian revolution, Mr. Carter rightly uh, resisted for many months the lobbying of Henry Kissinger, David Rockefeller, and his own national security advisor uh, to give the deposed Shah political asylum. Mr. Carter feared that to do so would inflame Iranian passions and endanger our embassy in Tehran. He was right. Just days after he reluctantly Uh, and the Shah checked into a New York hospital, our embassy was seized. The 444-day-long hostage crisis severely wounded his presidency. But Mr. Carter refused to order any military retaliations against the rogue regime in Tehran. That would have been the politically easy thing to do, but he also knew it would endanger the lives of hostages. Diplomacy, he insisted, would work. And yet now we have good evidence that Ronald Reagan's campaign manager, Bill Casey, Made a secret trip to Madrid in the summer of 1980, where he may have met with representative of the Ayatollah and thus prolonged the hostage crisis. If this is true, such interference in the hostage negotiations sought to deny Carter the administration on an October surprise, the release of the hostages late in the campaign, and it was dirty politics and a raw deal for the American hostages. So every there's this this myth that like Reagan somehow was the one that, you know, cuz they, you know, Iran was afraid of Reagan, so they were like, oh, we better release the thing. And no, it turns out the Reagan administration was trying to sabotage those
1: negotiations. Right. right, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, that's we we I think I think that's that came that came out oh, you know, a while ago, but that was always something that just people I feel like just never You know, I've, I've told that to people and they're like, that's not, that can't be true. And I'm just like, you know, it's crazy to me that shit like this is not just common knowledge at this point, but you know, it's just fucking crazy. Like there's some actual like law that, that, that violates, like when you're part of an incoming, incoming or potential administration and. You know, or working outside the current administration and conducting foreign policy with other governments. Yeah, I I forgot. We know it happens
0: all the time, though. But it's it's, right, but it's it's like supposed to
1: happen. No, right. You know, so but it's it's just fucking. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, it again. His presidency happened also coincide with a lot of, you know, rough economic periods, which you know I, I would argue were not really his fault. I mean, he inherited a lot of you know, shitty situations, but you know, uh, it, it's just, I think the measure of Jimmy Carter will be and should be his post-presidential life where he, um, is the only president of our lifetimes to ever do anything fucking worth a shit with his post-presidential, uh, career, uh, almost as if he was making up for all the, you know, the bad things he did have to do as president, you know, foreign policy wise, he just, you know, spend his time, uh fucking building houses for habitat for humanity and you know fucking teaching sunday school at his little lo- at his local church like just 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 kindly old man things instead of fucking you know giving a speech for five hundred thousand dollars you know yeah. for an a 45 minute speech for goldman sachs like he never did that <laughs> shit like yeah well know, and, b- and before he was president
0: there. too he was a pretty amazing guy he basically stopped two new well The one was Three Mile Island when he was president, but he was instrumental in in getting that, you know, preventing that from being a full blown meltdown. But he also, when he was in the Navy, he was a nuclear engineer and there was a reactor that was about to blow and he and his team went into the reactor to do whatever you do, fucking you know pull the rods out i don't know how fucking shit works it's magic (laughs) right uh so yeah he went in there and exposed himself to like you know thousands of times more radiation than you're supposed to have and basically saved like you know what would have been a you know a chernobyl basically
1: and uh got brain cancer later in his life i mean who knows you know yeah, I mean, most people
0: to get radiation poisoning to that level, you'd have tumors long before the age of ninety. No, sure, before, sure. But,
1: I mean, but you never uh, yeah. knew.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but who? Yeah. I, hey, maybe it was fucking Radiation Man from The Simpsons. It's it <laughs> fucking. That's why he lived that long was all that fucking radiation.
1: God damn, coursing um, through his
0: veins. Yeah, yeah.
1: But no, but I mean, genuinely, like the model of what you should be doing after your presidency you know (laughs) which it's just not something we're gonna see from any president uh you know in the future in our lifetimes i can't imagine you know
0: well he's one of these crazy christians who believes in emulating christ
1: right right But
0: just who's fucking what what what's the pope doing (laughs) right right. (laughs) he's going off script this is not the not the way not the christ we envisioned for the last uh several hundred years of dark ages
1: no right and he and he, he does have that sort of jesuit spirit to him so that's you know that 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 i think is something that should be applauded but he also voted for bernie sanders in the 2016 primary which i can't you know i again he that, to, for him to actually even say that publicly as next president I, i'm sure at this point he's like who gives a fuck like what do i have to lose but you know right i'll always right. appreciate that from him put it that way like it, he because he you know There's not a lot of political goodwill from that, I'm sure. But, you know, know, I mean,
0: he he's not looking for any higher office. No, right. right, Exactly. Right. It's you know, he's not one of these fucking governors that just, you know, scumbag endorses whoever the furthest right Democrat is, because that's what, you know, they were told to do because Obama called them uh, on their private jet. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we're pretty critical of uh, every presidential administration for all the reasons that, um, you know, <laughs> make them bad presidents. Reasons, right. But, uh, you know, that's as, as good as you can get.
1: The least bad one that we've had, for sure.
0: I mean, um, my God. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, so. Uh, I mean, we'll, look at, we'll... look
0: at who, just Especially just like, look at, look at who came before him and immediately after him. Just like the absolute fucking worst.
1: Maybe the two worst presidents <laughs> we've ever had. Uh, well, no, okay, no, sorry, I'm, I forgot Ford was after Nixon, but
0: I mean, basically, same administration, though. Yeah, I mean, no, that for, was, for sure, for sure, part I of the mean, same administration. Maybe
1: the three worst presidents we've ever had have sandwiched, uh, sandwiched him. You know, maybe even four if you want to count HW in there. You know, HW Reagan, fucking Ford and Nixon. I mean, what a what a murderer's row of just atrocious fucking presidents.
0: I don't know how anyone could, you know, I don't. I, just the, just the two Bushes. I mean, we did a whole episode talking about Bush one. Right. Yeah, um, actually, talking about his yeah, record of, you know, running the CIA and, you know, his role in ensuring that we continued, you know, bombing the shit out of Southeast Asia and Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia and. Um, but yeah, it's just people don't fucking remember this shit or they yeah. never learned it in the first place. And you tell them, like you said, you tell people stuff like this and they're just like, what? I've never heard of that. It's like, yeah, because right. you're not a curious person.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's and, very and when unfortunate.
0: You, and when you think something isn't true because you didn't know it, that tells me your mind is closed off to new information. Right.
1: And it's, it's very hard to convince people that that think like that, that don't know things and then just immediately are distrustful of it. Right you know that hearing them um, and then
0: when it's proven they do the thing where they just go eh, i don't care now <laughs>
1: right <laughs> well that's 40 years ago i mean who cares you know, like, yeah, whatever. You know whatever it's not like it's still we these these foreign policies you don't do stuff like that now today you know every every yeah. fucking day in in these countries but yeah um yeah so jimmy carter uh incredible uh incredible life Um, but (sighs) speaking of incredible, we should, we should talk about this, this situation today. Um, and you know, this is just an all time incredible unforced error, uh, on the part of the Democrats, but you know, Joe Biden, uh, for, for fucking, you know, Valentine's day decided to, to sneak away to his, to his real Valentine, Vladimir Zelensky in the Ukraine to make a surprise, uh, appearance uh alongside him uh, i guess he, i guess they met up in poland uh and you know just to reassure him that don't worry we're gonna i promise you we're gonna keep funneling money from the american taxpayers to your fucking proxy war with russia like don't worry i mean literally he's talking about fucking funding ukrainians pensions like it, it's it's just laughably fucking piss on our face at this yeah, point and like, they've got how many americans the- still have a fucking pension like do you even know what the, Do people even know what that is anymore do zoomers know what that is like that's no. non-existent today no it doesn't fucking exist Well he's gotta
0: get you know the BlackRock group uh, invested in that they're like what the one of the biggest private uh, equity firms in the world. Uh own, you know, billions and billions in real estate in New York City. Um so yeah, it's this is this is about making money. Um, right, of
1: course. I, just you know, could could not have picked a more evil sounding fucking corporate name either than BlackRock. Like yeah. just a fucking yeah. evil pirate ship sounding fucking you
0: yeah, they own SeaWorld too. So that tells you where their ethics lie.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. Um, but this is um,
0: crazy because of this this fucking disaster in, you know, East Palestine, Ohio, little town that the EPA says, "Oh, it's no big problem." And then you see videos of people like throwing a rock into a stream and suddenly you can see like the the, the purple and blue sheen, every color of the
1: rainbow in the fucking yeah. water. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: so there, this is this, you know, and any you know, saying politician would be like, hey, this is the this is the heartland of America. This is the place I need to go to not right. running off to hang out with a fucking neo-Nazi and, you know, be all anti-Russia bullshit. Because, I mean, this is you've seen how, you know, the whole time we've been supporting Ukraine, you've seen like the right very much be the the point of the spear for the anti-war movement right now. Right. And, when, and I've said it a million times It was their kids that went and to fought the you know fight the quagmire quagmire wars of Bush and Obama, and they didn't like it. They were like, "Hey, what the fuck did we do that for?" It was you know they see it as being pointless, right now. Nobody
1: in this country likes fucking war except people who are just you know fucking brain poisoned at this point by the shit that they read in the New York Times and see on MSNBC because they just assume if these very smart people who host these shows and write these columns are telling them that it's a very just and noble war that it must be like, that's, that's the only fucking sliver of a demographic who fucking supports this, this bullshit and anyone on the left and a lot of people on the right who aren't in the fucking, you know, halls of, of, of the media companies, like understand this is complete horse shit. We're funding a proxy war. We shouldn't be wasting our time and money on this. And it's, it's a huge distraction from everything that's, you know, happening here with just insane fucking inflation and food prices and everything else and energy costs. It's fucking insane.
0: So you'd think at the very least Biden would take this opportunity to go to this town and least, even just for a photo op to, you know, make drink it a look, nice
1: glass of water, you know, yeah. like the Obama way. Just go and go and drink some exactly. water. Be like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so
0: so, you know, I mean, clearly this rural Ohio is probably not Biden's demographic, but still you're the president, this is this is a thing that like the whole country.
1: Also, I think didn't he Independent win Ohio? voters. What? I think he won Ohio in in 2020 in 2020.
0: I, I, I'm I'm sure he didn't win the district of this, this little no, town is in. No. But
1: I mean, sure, but like, you know, like again, it's a very much a battleground state you know, it's just, and again, this shouldn't be a prerequisite, but we know how craven these people are. This is the only thing that motivates them. Um, you know, God forbid they actually do it because it's the right thing to do because they're the fucking president, but it, you know, it is a battleground state. So it just seems like complete political malpractice to not go and visit and reassure these people that we're going to do everything we can to hold the people who did this accountable and to make sure that we get you clean air and water in this, or, you know, clean water, especially in this, in this town um but no he's off fucking you know uh playing footsie with with Zelensky and fucking Trump uh you know uh, whatever you want to say about him was smart enough to realize hey like this is a great opportunity for me to go and say it's disgusting how fucking poorly the Biden administration is treating you people and how he's not doing anything to help you i'm going to come here and do something and you know he didn't fit actually do it either you went to visit them but That's more than anyone else has done for them from the fucking Biden administration. But every, every
0: independent voter saw that happen today. Yeah. Every, every voter who's pissed off, we're, we're flushing money down the toilet in, in Ukraine to fight a proxy war, uh, who've been, you know, just hammering Biden on, on all sorts of shit like this. They see, Hey, there's Trump. He's, he's our president. He's, he's at least cares enough to show up. (laughs) Right. Right. Here, you know, at least you know whether, whether they're thinking in the terms that we are like that. This is they think you know, they're going to appreciate it, but also just you know go, oh, this guy is showing up to do the thing that you know at least pretends to care about people of this country.
1: Right. So uh, we actually have an audio clip from his visit because yeah, he was in he was in his old form uh, on this trip. He, he he made a visit to McDonald's and we have this audio clip from him. <laughs> Uh, going into this local McDonald's in East Palestine. What's How your specialty you today? <laughs> How are you today? Nice to, nice to meet, you. meet you. Hello, everybody. That's a nice, beautiful-looking group of people. So I know this menu better than you do. Okay? I probably know it better than anybody in here. Uh, we're going to take care of the fire department. Okay. We're going to take care of the police department. <laughs>
0: Picking up the tab,
1: <laughs> which which of course everyone fucking believes with with full fucking you know full certainty because we've seen the the fucking spreads that he sets out at the White House when he has you know the, I mean, the national basketball champions coming to visit or whoever the fuck he you know bought all the
0: hands down the funniest thing I've ever seen in the oh, White House yeah.
1: <laughs> just just fucking Big Mac boxes cold fucking soggy Big Macs on. White House, China, and silver, you know, Sterling, like Sterling silver fucking painting on the wall.
0: <laughs> he's got his arms outstretched. It's, I mean, it's the, the guy knows what he's doing. The guy knows what he's doing. And, you know, it's, and then you, you see that everyone who's there, I mean, there's dozens of people in that restaurant. And then there's another clip where there's like hundreds of people around him. And these people are overjoyed that Donald Trump came to their town. Right, and and some of them did not even look like they were remotely right wingers. They're just like, hey, the the former president showed up, and the real president is not even in the country, right? You know that that fucking speaks to people. The yeah. the people who are the swing voters, especially <laughs> the people that are on the fence that don't know who they're going to vote for, they're going to remember that the next and, election.
1: And the amazing thing is, like the, the the fucking the the move that Biden's administration used to to. to deflect from this black eye that that was completely unnecessary that they could have fucking avoided was to be like, well, you know, it was the Trump era, you know, safety repeal of safety regulations that led to this crash, which sure is true to an extent, but you've been in office for a fucking year and a half and you didn't reinstitute it because you get money from the same people that he got money from. And who who, who was
0: it that uh, broke the rail strike? last fall who was that who
1: broke the rail strike that among other things they were striking for safer conditions yeah that's exactly what the fuck the answer my answer to that would be and it's fucking preposterous to try to use a cop out like that when you've fucking been president with a majority in both fucking chambers for the first two years of your presidency and didn't do shit to fucking fix this thing uh you know you can you can't blame somebody else for that like you could have reinstituted this with a fucking stroke of a pen this didn't even need congressional approval. So mm-hmm. go fuck mm-hmm. yourself. And they're still claiming they can't do anything, even though they've gotten enough pressure to the point where Buddha judge is actually looking into, you know, quote unquote, looking into laws that that can be passed to tighten safety regulations. Like, oh, you God, know, he's
0: such a little fucking worm. I saw a clip of him and he's just like, Oh, I I, I wish I had said something sooner, but I was waiting for the, you know, the national, Rail Safety Administration to uh, Come up with something you know just like Completely pass right. the buck right like you're The Secretary of Transportation you little Shit weasel do your fucking job
1: right which of course he was never fucking qualified for to begin with you know we say he, when he took the fucking position it was a it was a thank you for dropping out of the race and clearing the way for Biden yeah. so they could dropping out of the
0: out of the race mid flight
1: <laughs> right right mid flight like literally jumping out of a fucking moving plane to parachute back down to fucking South Bend seriously because Obama called him as like hey it's not your turn you can't, know, can't afford we'll the plane area. anymore
0: you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deplane at uh, 30,000 feet
1: <laughs> right <laughs> but I mean it was was so obvious it was like look it's not your time we'll make sure you're you're set up to be you know in the next one of the next few in line we'll give you a cushy job in the administration we'll lower we'll raise your national profile and we'll make sure that you are the one of the hot young you know rising stars of the democratic party and he had fucking stars in his eyes he's like oh yeah oh boy of course that's what i you know
0: well he knows he's never gonna get elected
1: to anything
0: ever <laughs> He's just—he—he—I
1: you know. I, he, don't—I mean, these people are so delusional. But maybe—I mean, I—I I think he. I don't know. I, I think Kamala realizes for sure that she would never get elected in a fair election in any situation. Yeah, I don't uh, think she
0: cares, though. I, I don't mean, think she gives a, point. Just she doesn't fucking, give a shit about anything. She's so her, zannied her out at this Zana. point. Like, yeah.
1: right. It's just fucking...
0: It's, it's like, when you when you listen just to audio of her, like, not, don't watch video, but just listen to the audio of her talking, and she is fucked up all the time. Oh, yeah. I just mean, constantly slurring her words. It's, it's amazing. And I only really have noticed it because I of, you know, put little clips of her into the into the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the first first tweet I had today. I just you know woke up, looked at the news, and I'm just like, you got to be shitting me! And I tweeted Trump going to East Palestine, Ohio, while Biden is in Ukraine. Is absolutely how he's going to get reelected.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 the image he'll use. That's the fucking. That's the story he's going to tell in the debates. That's like, and, and, and what are you going to counter that with? Well, no, that's not true. Like, yeah, no, you didn't go to fucking East Palestine. You didn't do anything to help those people. You fucking denied their fucking, their request for federal aid to make it a FEMA, to have FEMA, you know, come in and declare it a, you know, federal emergency fucking the Biden administration declined that like, and, and I don't even know if they've even released reasoning as to why at this point, um, beyond the fact that that looks really bad for for his buddies at Norfolk Southern um but you know like what the fuck like you've done everything possible to give these people a fucking middle finger after you didn't do anything to stop the, the this this preventable fucking situation which apparently happens like three times a day in this country. And that was, that was the big, uh, that, that, like people in this fucking country are so brainwashed. It's unbelievable. Like that was a big thing I saw. Like, are we going to post every time a train derails? There are a thousand train derailments a year. I'm like, yeah, you don't think that's a fucking problem. Like I mean, you know? when
0: you're, when you're transporting, you know, thousands of tons of hazardous materials and they explode. Yes. So that, but, that's but, a, like, is a reason why we call them bomb trains. Because right. those those are not c- things that should be, you know, traveling down the public right away where people live.
1: Right, and and again, it's like, yeah, you know, sure, maybe it does happen a thousand times a year, but that's not something we should fucking say. Oh, well, it happens a thousand times a year, so what are you going to do? That should be like, oh no, we need to fucking do something about this. Yeah. This is a we,
0: we have forty thousand people killed every year by automobiles. Like that's that's not an acceptable number either <laughs> no <laughs> right? no
1: 100 and you know they
0: and, but we've, we've normalized that to the point where that doesn't make the news ever you know un, unless no, it's, except you know, like the,
1: the hyper local news of like oh person on interstate yeah, 75 there, there was
0: the, the the last time i think i've seen a, a car crash make national news was that woman going 130 <laughs> miles an hour Oof. that ripped through like six cars and killed like Seven people, including oh, that a,
1: like through that intersection, that video it looks that like was, a bullet, it looks yeah, like yeah, a I fucking bullet.
0: And she somehow came out completely unscratched. Uh, and she was a nurse too, so the you know, the, the people who are always telling you, you're like, oh, wear a helmet when you're riding your bike, are apparently driving 130 miles an hour to get across town,
1: yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. So it's, it's, it's just you know. Everyone in this country is fucking psychotic and completely. It's crazy. And we, we've and... normalized. We've numbed ourselves to so many things that, like, no functioning society should ever have to put up with. But we just are like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's the way it is. That's, that's what happens, you know?
0: Speaking of normalized, um, we've been shooting down. And my other tweet for the day was for each train derailment or factory explosion, the U.S. must shoot down another weather balloon. <laughs> I don't make the rules.
1: Oh, so
0: this, this headline. So we shot down like four different fucking things out of the sky. We shot them in the China balloon, then all of a sudden we had shooting down balloon fever, and we—I mean—we shot down something over Canada. Uh, We we, apparently we control their airspace now too. Um, Shot down something over Lake Huron. That
1: that was the excuses that they asked us to do.
0: They asked us very politely. Yes, (laughs) Uh, we shot down something over Lake Huron, but uh, they can't find that one because it's a big fucking lake, and we didn't have the entire uh Atlantic Navy out looking for it um but yeah so I see this headline uh UFO shot down by four hundred thousand dollar US missile may have been a twelve twelve dollar hobby balloon I shit you not so I'll just I'll just this just gets fucking weirder Uh, One of the UFOs shot down last weekend by the U.S. Air Force with a $400,000 missile may have simply been a $12 balloon belonging to an Illinois enthusiast club. A report said the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, (laughs) it's a real thing, (laughs) told Aviation Week on Thursday that it fears one of its diligently tracked gas bags (laughs) that recently went missing was the mystery object taken out by the military over Canada on Saturday. Uh, The Pico Balloon, I guess that's the brand name, I don't know about fucking balloons, a silver-coated cylindrically shaped object reported its last position at 38,000 feet off the west coast of Alaska on Friday. By Saturday, based on the balloon's projected path it would have been over the central part of the Yukon Territory, around the same time a military Lockheed Martin F-22 shot down an unidentified object of a similar description and altitude in the same area of Canada. Uh, The Nib, the N-I-B-B-B, a group of enthusiasts dedicated to creating, releasing, and tracking homemade balloons declared its device missing in action on Saturday. The balloon had circumnavigated the globe six times during a 123-day span before its tracking device went dark Friday. Such balloons usually float around until they're brought down by bad weather or are damaged. The Air Force used Sidewinder missiles in its targeted attack against the Chinese spy balloon down earlier uh, this month. And the mystery UFOs taken down last week, Fortune reported, each missile, again, comes in at a price tag of roughly $400,000 to take out a $12 hobby balloon.
1: (laughs) Well, they're protecting our skies. I mean, come on, this is this is vital, vital work that they're doing to protect us from the 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 evil hordes valiant invaders. So you know, I it, I think it's worth it, and I don't it, know what we're complaining about. I I swear, it's
0: just it, it's just it's like it, you you think that there's smart people in charge of of big expensive planes and weapons. <laughs> right. And,
1: it's not, just not the case.
0: Oh hey, you know what? We haven't really used these much, and you know now's our chance because everyone's going to be you know all gung-ho about it because <laughs> we let one fly all the way over the country so we can't let that happen again because it's making us look bad so
1: you gotta start people taking a just shots very very train. good at very narrow like i i work with a lot of people because i work in manufacturing and not in any sort of bad manufacturing but a lot of people you know because of the nature of the industry have also worked at you know lockheed martin and fucking pratt wit like <laughs> boeing like there's a lot of places like that in connecticut yeah. that manufacture weaponry and, and things like that. And um, there when you see the people making these things and, and you realize like their level of competence, you know, some of their levels of competence and it, it's just it, it's 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 you know, it's idiots all the way down, like the, the whole turtles all the way down. Like there's no there's no fucking smart. Like people are very good at like their one narrow specific thing that they do and just complete fucking morons in almost every other aspect of, of the way that they approach society. Hmm. And they completely
0: um, divorce themselves from what they're making. You know right. that, that scene from *Boeing from Columbine*, and the, the, the PR rep for the nuclear missile company is just like, "Well, we don't make anything to hurt people. These are these are defensive nuclears. <laughs> like, right. what, a defensive like there, there's, there's a defensive <laughs> nuke. How does that work? Right. Does it does it fucking like? hit the other nuke and you know make it you know turn into a happy cloud that then the radiation just goes off
1: and it's like right. what there's, there's what the never been a defensive about? nuke deployed in the history of the fucking world but you know sure we make defensive nuclear weapons you know right.
0: and this is this is the, the exactly why they make you know why like, why every congressional district in the country makes one little tiny part of the weapon right. right so it's 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 like the firing squad where only one person has a bullet but everyone else has a <laughs> blank so nobody has to feel bad about what they what they're fucking doing right um so, yeah, and it's it's just people compartmentalize and say, well, I'm not making, you know, I'm not killing anybody. I'm just I'm just, you know, targeting the wedding. Someone else pulls the trigger. It's it's like people rationalize that shit until they finally can't anymore because they, they've seen the effects of, of what they're doing. But and right. I mean, nobody nobody here who is fucking making, you know, cylindrical flange deposit something. I don't know what the fuck. No, nobody's thinking about that nobody's no, thinking about 100%. like you know no we we make defensive systems that's what this is this is a system right
1: and and, and it's 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 kind of crazy like i i you know and as part of my job i've gone to like sort of seminars and trainings you know of like partnerships we have with other like nearby manufacturing you know companies and things like that and we went to one where they they make uh just just all sorts of like springs and metal products and you know parts and things like that and one of the things they make are uh, grenade pins for the U.S. military, which they gave out to us as souvenirs. And I'm just like, man, oh, this fun. is really fucking. See, usually,
0: like, if somebody handed me a grenade pin, I'd be like, "Where's the grenade? <laughs> right. like, like, how many how many seconds do we have?"
1: <laughs> I was just I just thought like, man, this is fucking bleak. But you know, also hey, free thing, so you know, I'll take it. But um, <laughs> but it was it's just very fucking yeah, the, the weird level of disconnect that I think you have when you when you're just such a small part of this larger thing that that facilitates you know massive death and destruction and you know like blown off in that, in that case like blown off lip like children losing their fucking limbs because some fucking jarhead throws a grenade into their you know and through their open window uh in the village that they're fucking occupying like it's just you know it man it's fucked up the shit that we can compartmentalize as human beings
0: so are you are you allowed to actually say what your place makes
1: oh we just we just we're printing place like we don't we don't make any sort of any sort of bad shit um but we
0: only print documents for the pentagon so right. that's that's
1: <laughs> i actually work with people who did um do all of the documentation for we don't do it but they've come from places like that did all the documentation for um lockheed martin and like places like that which is w- not that like like letterhead and st- you know like the, all their fucking official sort of branded shit because that that needs to get printed also you know they they don't they don't xerox these things off at these government uh funded places they just you know they they farm it out to to printing shops and stuff like that but
0: right yeah no it's weird remember when uh you remember when they we had that brief little window of like 72 hours where like all all the all the the blue checks on twitter that you could buy for eight bucks could you know literally be anybody Right, they like so. You had a uh, there was this account Lockheed Martini, <laughs> right? Said we will be halting all weapons sales to Saudi Arabia, Israel, and the United States until further investigation into the record of human rights abuse. Oh
1: my god, and the fucking yeah, the stock like plummeted by billions of dollars. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it just like you know recovered all that money within a matter of days. So I'm you sure, realized, yeah. you know the the actual price of stock is completely arbitrary,
1: totally fictional, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. And
0: then there was one from, let's see, from an account called uh, Blue Check Tesla. Tesla is real. We'll be offering 10,000 vehicles to support the Ukrainian military. Our cars (laughs) are the most advanced explosive devices on the market. Oh, it was such a good week for trolling. Um, uh,
1: There was a great video today of uh, somebody in their Tesla sitting at a a railroad crossing in the, the Tesla auto. You know, like the screen, which shows you what is around you, which is supposed to be like the only thing, which is the only thing between your Tesla plowing through a child and, you know, stopping short in time, uh, thought that it was a series of slow moving semi trucks that were passing in front of the car instead of a uh, instead of a fucking train. So that's promising oh my God. that the level of detection is that uh, that fucking rudimentary. And I've, I've been saying this for
0: so many years that it's, it's these tech bros that think that you just need to make the sensors. Uh, more sensitive, mm-hmm. completely fails to take into to account cultural information. Now, people don't really think about how they think about things, right? They're not not that smart to you know understand how we cognize, how the brain really fucking works. But when you're driving a car, you don't realize it, but you're constantly using cultural information that you know about the world to identify things where they're moving it's not just hey that object is moving in this direction you have to make predictions about where it's going to be in the future to not collide with it not just know where it is now right and and knowing you know a train crossing is something that like you're not going to try to fit through those cars right well
1: that that's and that was the thing is like it was losing the the fucking like the train was still going and it was like fading from the fucking sensor i'm like this car is gonna fucking go right through this thing like, right this, this.
0: exactly because it doesn't have any cultural information about what right. it's looking at it doesn't right. know what a train is it just sees an object and if you program it long enough it might be able to tell that's a train sometimes but not 100 percent of the time you can't even get people 100 percent of the time to not crash into fucking train tracks when there's a train there
1: <laughs> yep <clears throat> yep it's, it's but just yeah, but it's psychotic. it's it's hubris. You know, it's the, it's the
0: Titanic is unsinkable, and it's going to be that way. You know, the the cutting edge of technology is always going to have people that are convinced that the Titanic would never sink.
1: <laughs> right. Right. And, and and they're going to keep rebuilding it, you know, the same way with minor tweaks because that they finally figured out how to fix it, and they still haven't figured out how to, you know, not crash into the iceberg. That that's the part they skipped. So the
0: the the fucking it was I don't know if it was a Tesla or a Google car or whatever the one that killed a woman who was crossing the street. It 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 saw her. It recognized her, and it chose not to break because it couldn't identify her. It just saw there was an object. And only applied the brake after it hit her and killed her. Yeah. So it chose, it <sighs> chose, the computer chose to kill her because it couldn't figure out what she was. So, it, you know, and, and the other thing is people don't realize like you, you the, these cars can only brake; They can't swerve to miss something. And I don't drive a car now, but I drove a car enough, especially out in, you know, rural Michigan to have to swerve. Many, many times to avoid hitting a deer.
1: I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't tell you how many times in rural New York that I had to fucking swerve at at coming home at night from work to not hit a fucking deer, like, at least a dozen times, like, and imagine a car that's just not able to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I, I just, I just don't think people understand the technology you know, I mean, I'm sure the engineers understand it and they're all getting paid. So they're like, oh, yeah, it's a, it'll work. Sure. D- just uh, let us test it a few more years on public roadways with, you know, live people that don't even know that they're, you know, test subjects. That aren't consenting to, consenting to being part of it.
1: this fucking, you know, yeah, cockamamie fucking operation that you have going. Yeah. Oh, man, I,
0: I came so close to kicking a fucking uh, test Tesla. I saw
1: it oh, was like it a driverless was, one.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they're all they're all over the fucking streets of you know where they have engineers sitting there, you know, in case it tries to run over a baby they have to grab the wheel. Um, but you watch those videos are, are insane, where like you know the car just suddenly veers towards a pedestrian and they have to grab the wheel and sometimes the wheel doesn't respond it locks them out
1: well there's and there's videos of people like even in slow moving traffic where the thing just it, it can't recognize like grassy medians in the middle of a road like so it'll just keep the, the 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 guys like trying to jerk the wheel to the right and it keeps trying to jerk the wheel back to the left and it's like this is the fucking thing that you've just been that nitsa has allowed them to just roll out onto the fucking you know publicly, you know, like, like public streets without they've, any have got there's cars,
0: there's cars in San Francisco that are completely driverless with no passenger, no people in them that have been allowed to just drive around. And they had a like catastrophic failure where they, like six of them all just lined up and wouldn't move. And pe- <laughs> pe- like people were coming out of bars filming it, watching these cars like start moving and then stop, but like blocking the entire street. <laughs> this is already a fucking normal thing to have driverless cars with no one in them. operating completely on their own and
1: immediately fail at it yeah no it's a fucking dystopia it's a it's fucking black mirror it's why they stopped making the show there's no there's nothing they could do that's worse than our actual reality it's it's becoming a parody so i
0: had one yeah i have one last little bit of dystopia just just to show you how there's there's no there's no there's never a day where things don't get worse headline there's just no hiding inside the self-defense class for landlords.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you realize just how fucking terrified landlords are of us right now. This is this is like they're they're admitting some pretty awesome things. Yeah, here. If you
1: weren't doing anything wrong, what are you so fucking scared of? Like what's the yeah, problem?
0: Right. After suing to end eviction protections, an LA property owners association prepares for the day tenants attack. <laughs> <laughs> So just a few paragraphs here. If you, uh, So this is a quote from somebody who's running the class. If you Google tenant landlord murder, you'll see, Carrie Rios says, the former cop pushes her glasses up her nose and surveys the class of property managers and landlords who have so far failed to match her pep at nine in the morning. The poster behind her commemorates a 1948 campaign against rent control, quote, freedom is everybody's. Business, it reads. So many cases, she says, grinning and shaking her head. That's why this class is so important. On a gray February day at the offices of the Apartment Association of Greater Los Angeles, AAGLA, 11 landlords and property managers. So I'm guessing like almost everybody there was a property manager. Not a landlord, but you know how property managers like to pretend they're landlords, right?
1: They're they're aspiring landlords,
0: right? Even though they don't own shit, they're right. just a fucking you know
1: the middleman for the shithead who owns exactly the
0: they call the maintenance guy and they fucking process your application. Um, all right, where was I here? So, eleven landlords and property managers have enrolled in a three hour self defense class to protect themselves from quote irate tenants quote transients and quote and other hazards of life in the private housing business transients. So homeless people, they're going to go beat up homeless people now. Uh, The course teaches them how to stop life-threatening bleeding, maintain 360 degrees of awareness, sounds like military shit, take cover from bullets, and disarm shooters. Founded in 1917, the AAGLA is the premier association, premier association representing landlords and property managers in Los Angeles. Last year, it hired the Health and Safety Institute to teach its AVERT Self-training course, that stands for Active Violence Emergency Response Training. Again, sounds like somebody went to the military and came up with that. Because, quote, a landlord and property manager, uh, as landlords and property managers, we could be subject to verbal and or physical attacks by renters or tenant groups. Or tenant groups. <laughs> so they're saying that they're, they're afraid of the renters, but mostly of renters' unions, is, they think right. they're going to, like, you know, swarm their house <laughs> and <laughs> fucking beat the shit out of them, which they probably should. Um, and let's see, where was it? The event description explains, unfortunately, the media portrays us as evil. <laughs> referring Gee, to I wonder their, why i,
1: I yeah. can't imagine why that i, I would be. can't
0: imagine it, their their dumbfoundedness gets even better here we're afraid agrees a mom and pop landlord i love the uh, mom and, <laughs> mom pop, and landlord. pop landlord the oh shucks we we mean? do the evictions ourselves A <laughs> <laughs> mom and pop landlord who declined to give their names because she was worried about anti-landlord bias like why would the what difference would your name make in that Like, is your name Sally Landlord? (laughs) She and her husband had to tell the group they came to learn how to deal with, quote, homeless people and tenants who get a little crazed and, quote, tenants who come after you with a video camera. So, yeah, if you film your landlord doing something like an illegal eviction and you film them, they have the right to beat the shit out of you now.
1: Yeah. Is, no, that's, is what they're saying. Well, I mean, that's violence. They're just, you're just responding to the violence of being, <laughs> the filmed.
0: violence of, of being filmed. Yeah. You're <laughs> stealing my soul. You're stealing my soul with that <laughs> camera. Um, so I don't know the head of person's perch name, but uh, one of the landlords, apparently Euckelson, last name Euckelson agrees that rising rents have raised tensions too. So you're admitting that you're the reason why they're pissed in Los Angeles. County, nearly half of tenants reported that they were unable to pay all of their rent during the pandemic. Nearly half. Of all tenants, said they were unable to pay all of their rent. According to a 2021 UCLA-USC study, the median amount owed was $2,800. USC researchers, uh, researchers found that an estimated 73% uh, percent of renters in the city of Los Angeles were rent burdened in 2019, paying more than a third of their income to, the, to landlords, and 48% were paying more than half their income to, to landlords. So you're not supposed to I mean affordable housing is no more than a third of your income. <laughs> Which
1: is, is almost non existent anywhere in this country. So this
0: is people. this is half the city of LA right. is paying so let's see, what is it? No, so okay, so, so more than a third of income the landlord and seventy nine percent. Okay, so half the city of LA is paying over half their income just to live there.
1: Yeah yeah that's what like what a fucking nightmare imagine just having to work to not be able to have any money to do literally anything else to yeah, i mean that, that's grocery. why they
0: want to that's why they want to be landlords because they know how fucking hard it is to work for, you, for yourself right. to actually have a job to pay rent right you um, can says he has no research demonstrating increased violence against landlords. But what if it was, you know, it's one of those things like, right. well, there's no proof of this, but what if it could, but We know
1: what fucking shitheads we are and that we deserve it. So obviously it's coming any day now. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's again, yeah. the subtext of what they're saying, but
0: however, yeah. LA's eviction defense network said that in 2020 complaints from tenants that their landlords were harassing them increased by 352% over to 2019. Executive Director Alina Popp says that landlords barred from eviction court resorted to illegal tenant harassment to remove renters. During the pandemic, 9-11 calls from tenants reporting their landlords had illegally locked them out of their units also spiked, and the calls were concentrated in Black and Latino neighborhoods. In well-produced videos, Avert co-founder Darcy Lutzinger tells the audience to, quote, strike the nose with an open palm when fighting an assailant. Push your fingers into their eyes, the former narcotics officer says. Of course, she's a cop, too. Yeah, of course. Adopting a newscaster's fluctuating vocal intentions, quote, consider scratching and biting. (laughs) What (laughs) what fucking monster? In the afternoon, four managers, almost done here. uh, In the afternoon, four managers from the Lumina Hollywood Apartments explain they just foiled a mass shooting in their 22-story building. Yeah, I'm sure they fucking did. Because that's where mass shootings happen is in your home.
1: <laughs> right, right. People, yeah.
0: Yeah, and for managers at a 22-story building, like that's that's not, that's not a cheap place no. for, for any city. So the final quote here from this whoever this person is, Ukelson, one of these landlords or managers, quote, people want to be Robin Hoods. They want to transfer wealth from a property to someone else. They want free rent now they're saying housing is a human right i mean it's crazy oh
1: so this is this is
0: what landlords think about us
1: the fucking tena- the, the, just the audacity of these fucking parasites who don't literally do anything to contribute to society other than fucking f- siphon money off of poor people to say that people just think that housing is a human right and that like, like yeah no they they deserve i hope those self-defense defense defense classes are fucking great because they deserve everything that's coming to them uh
0: yeah yeah. i mean if if a landlord ever laid a hand on me i would put him in the hospital (laughs) yeah yeah i mean (laughs) that was that would be i mean i already have i i have a um i don't have a a landlord because i rent from like a huge fucking right like management company that's of course based in indiana to save on taxes um but just like the building supervisor who lives here in the building on two occasions has just walked into my unit without (laughs) announcing like they have to give 24 hours prior notice to enter your unit and he'll just knock knock walk in i'm like what the fuck right uh and one time he showed up at 10 o'clock at night to hand me a, a new lease and said that i had to sign it right then and there (laughs) <laughs> or, or else they were going to raise the rent even more. And I'm like, what is, this This is fucking crazy. This is like clearly breaking
1: laws. This is for sure. Not legal. Like, yeah, no,
0: you can't enter someone's unit unless it's an emergency without 24 hours notice. Right. That's the law in virtually every state.
1: Yeah, no, they're, they're fucking parasites and it just, yeah, they deserve everything that happens to them. So, um, all right. Well, on that note, I think that does it for us. Uh, That's just, all I had. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Oh, yeah if you want to support the show rate view subscribe wherever you get your podcasts follow us on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash move left uh patreon.com slash move left facebook.com slash move left idiots i am on twitter at move underscore left on on twitter at bike slutty yeah i'll we'll see you next week I'm trying to pay my rent, my label keep avoiding me You'll get your fucking check when I get my royalties My bitch ass neighbors calling to complain Cause my boy's acting wild watching NBA games Whoa, you better mind your business Cause you ain't paying shit round here, motherfucker Can't bump the stereo, the walls are paper thin And the whole floor know when I beat the pussy in Got a three-day notice on my front door. I'm slap that stupid-ass hunt hoe. I'd be the ass, but I need my deposit because I ain't getting shit. But lay out my pockets. I really hate the building,
0: but my credit looking bad. The sheriff want me out. That nigga looking mad. If he touch your property, be the cerebellum. If you hate your landlord, then this is what you tell him.
1: Fuck my landlord. Yeah, fuck my landlord. Fuck my landlord, boy. Fuck my landlord. Fuck my landlord. She stands for a servant cracking Arab terrorists like it's a sandstorm. I got a deadline, but I take a sabbatical. I'm paying mom bosses with her daughter as collateral. Refuse to pay my rent because I'm a fucking scumbag. She asking me to use my toilet seat that's laced with thumbtacks. Fuck a bitch that's on the rag to leave some contracts And tell her smoke my dick until her motherfucking lungs black Shrieking through the hallways in a whipped cream bikini Making loads of noise, I hope the tennis children see me They think I'm Santa Claus making a private bedroom meeting Blood upon my face from periodic pussy eatings Fuck my landlord because I fuck my landlord Playing with a pussy while she sleep, I call it hands-on Ain't no instructions required to fuck my landlord They call me some Guns gun-spoken bitches with meat swords Fuck my landlord, yeah, fuck my landlord Fuck my landlord, boy. Fuck my landlord. Fuck my landlord, oh, Fuck my landlord. Fuck my landlord, bitch. Fuck my landlord. Fuck my landlord, yeah. Fuck my landlord. Fuck my landlord, boy. Fuck my landlord. Fuck my landlord, oh, Fuck my landlord. Fuck my landlord, bitch. Fuck my landlord. Who's this asshole trying to make the lands landlord? Whatever happened to the saying that's what friends for? I pay on time, always give him what he has, dog. But he agreed. So, me, he wanna ask more. Hey, Batty boy, hey, why you wanna go, go do that for? But in your mouth, I show you how to break a man's jaw. Man, I'm a monster, I show you how to man off. Call me a wrecking ball, I'm going into that wall. You hollow, fretting and hating like a bitch, menstruating Without it, likely I did Oh, who it is you facing? Ain't hey, what you mad, cause I bring home more pussy than you. Don't know what bitch you will go home with a pussy like you. Nah, I ain't trippin', man, that ain't hell, of what happened. So when you cross the line, releasing something the cracking And yeah, these lyrics it go so much deeper than rapping So motherfuck that jerk off and everything is surrounding Fuck my landlord, yeah, fuck my landlord Fuck my landlord, boy hey. fuck, my landlord. fuck my landlord Fuck my landlord, ho, fuck my landlord